thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. Welcome to Wellness Women Radio for the women with big dreams who dare to be different and who want to thrive in health, work and play. Dr. Ashley Bond and Dr. Andrea Huddleston bring you a weekly podcast to help you master true health and create an exceptional life. Hi there, ladies. You're with Ashley. And I'm Andrea. And we love chatting to you each week, talking about the important topics that make your life better. Because when you understand what it is that uh, women can do to help your health and help your wellness and improve your lifestyle, then of course you can make better decisions and better choices and hopefully choose the things that are going to make you happiest in your life as well. Uh, and today we're talking about something that affects every single woman out there uh, and to various different degrees, but this is one of my major frustrations that I see every single day, and that is people with really terrible posture because not only are they unaware of the projection that they're creating uh, and the way that people are you know, perceiving them, but also how that's so detrimentally affecting their health and they and they don't understand they absolutely need to get that whenever we do um, you know uh, initial physical examination with a patient what's the first thing we do you know it's usually posture because it affects everything and nine times out of ten we'll go okay come and stand up in front of the mirror let's have a look at your posture every single time they're like oh it's terrible it's terrible so most people know that their posture is awful but they don't realize how much of a link this has to how their body functions. And that's absolutely true because, again, I hear the same thing. I must say, once upon a time, I, I would have said the same thing too. That was prior to me understanding just how foot posture was engaged with, uh, in my day, it was more I was more focused on foot performance. So as soon as someone told me that slouchy posture was going to slow me down and uh, you know my lung function would decrease, I was like, oh, okay. So I did everything I could to improve that because I certainly did not want to be losing uh, milliseconds off my race because I was posture slouchy so I think um, I guess I love talking to people about you know why posture is so important of course it's such a bland topic isn't it like how boring if you switched on you're probably thinking oh my goodness I'm only going to give these girls 30 seconds to figure out why I've got to keep listening because listening to someone rabbit on about bad posture and oh oh, sit up straight and sit tall and don't slouch on the you know couch on the TV we've heard it all before and it goes back to that little inner child your mum telling you sit up straight sit up straight or poking you between the shoulders have you been ever poked between the shoulders and someone said to you like sit tall stand tall stop slouch we've all heard this so the question is if we've all heard this and what we're sitting around is just so much slouchy posture where are we missing the links what's happening why does it happen and of course not only is it just affecting how you look but primarily it's affecting how you function which flow on effects could be everything all the way through to things like poor mental health having depression anxiety tendencies poor respiratory function hormones digestion pelvic floor function postural stability and the pelvis which a lot of women have you know sacral uh, sacroiliac dysfunction i mean it all comes back to posture and of course the uh the take home here is don't worry we're not going to tell you to take your high heels off and never wear them ever again we're going to talk about some of the ways in which you can strengthen your body improve your posture and overcome the i guess the appearance of bad posture too because you probably don't even know that something as simple as going for a job interview Uh, They've shown studies that if they have candidates with poor posture and good posture, and then they have CVs that are exactly the same, the people with a good posture get chosen. 
Yeah, isn't that incredible? Because it's actually just an impression. Yeah. Regardless of what your CV says about you and regardless of how incredibly qualified you are, even if you're more qualified possibly than someone else, the appearance in the way in which you stand and the confidence you project can determine your ability to get a great job. So this could have huge consequences if you don't get this right. So we would love to chat to you now about what we're going to be doing and suggesting to help you overcome slouchy, slouchy spines. Yeah, I love that, slouchy spines. Um, I think that it's really important for us to understand, though, that even culturally and our, even our language is so tied into someone who presents themselves well in terms of their body language is perceived very differently to someone who doesn't. So, you know, we, we call someone who is weak, we call them spineless. Yeah. And what's that imagery that comes in your head? You automatically think of someone who's like slouching their chair, right? They're spineless. Or if someone is proud and strong, they've got a backbone. So even that through, through our culture and our language, we're projecting all of these things. So we know that it's so important for, for everything that we do. And even aesthetically. So they, it's been shown that women who stand up tall... They actually look thinner. How great is that? <laughs> it's, just, it's just the appearance of looking thinner because um, when we slouch, it expands our midsection laterally. So we look wider and our belly protrudes. So, yeah. you know, if you think about it. So slouch forward in your chair right now. Look at what's happening to your midsection as opposed to sitting up tall, thinking tall everything you know kind of draws in and if you're wearing some jeans when you're sitting and you start to slouch that muffin top gets even bigger than you ever thought it was so it's uh yeah it's not just the jeans being too tight it's simply that your posture is not being supportive of the tissues that is there to support so this is why we talk about digestive concerns as well bad posture is compressing down your digestive organs basically making the space where they're supposed to sit smaller so it can lead to like literal physical pressure even though your body's really smart and knows how to get things around the system but still you're constricting the space in which the organs are meant to move and and function and and contract um so yeah I, i think i can say honestly that i have found so many people just improve simple things like breathing energy concentration simply by getting their posture right yeah yeah and what you said about your digestive function um poor posture has been linked with constipation so when you are you know slouched forward it, it literally does compress that midsection and restricts the space that your digestive system has to create all that awesome peristaltic motion uh so you know it backs us up yeah ladies have any of you been or listening you you can't answer me back but uh, i know you're listening and and you'll do a mental yes or no for me but uh if you're listening have you experienced problems that they call bruxism which is the clenching Mm. or the grinding of the teeth at night the clenching of the jaw because there's some science to say that this is attributed to something called forward head posture and that is basically saying that your head's too far forward over your mid-spine and that's leading to stress on the important little nerves that come out the top of your neck and that can lead to the irritation and the tension in around the face and the jaw which not only makes you feel more stressed and anxious can cause headaches when you wake and headaches throughout the day and also damage to your teeth yeah and if you have some sort of point of reference for this so if you're standing nice and tall your ear hole should meet up with the tip of your shoulder. So sort of the middle tip of your shoulder. If you're looking at someone side on, if you don't know what this looks like for yourself, get your friend to take a photo of you. Yeah. So stand up tall, take a big breath in, breathe all the way out and get them to take a photo. You'll be surprised how different you th- what it is compared to um, what you think it should be. And you might catch yourself 
in in the mirror and go oh my gosh who's that person with rounded shoulders you know that head coming forward which we know biomechanically that head forward posture creates a hell of a lot more pressure and weight on the lower neck and shoulders as well yeah creating trigger points muscle knots shoulder tension i'm getting tense just thinking about that actually (laughs) i started to wiggle my shoulders thinking oh that all doesn't sound yeah i can attest for that she totally is yeah (laughs) and even just saying posture right doesn't that that make you sit up nice and tall yeah Yeah, i don't think i've sat so tall in any of these episodes before and certainly when someone says to you i'm going to take a photo of you um you know we're taking a posture photo straight away your brain goes oh oh, hang on i need to sit tall stand tall think tall um and andrew's absolutely correct they're looking at the midpoint of the ear over the midpoint of the shoulder and then going further down if you take a full long side view photograph of yourself the midpoint of the shoulder over the midpoint of the hips midpoint of the knee midpoint of the ankle so we should draw this beautiful line between the major biomechanical joints of the body and if any of those are forward or back of where they're meant to be then we're getting stress and strain on those important joints which of course can lead to wear and tear and so this is when people say oh but yeah i've got a dodgy knee a dodgy hip but i've never had an accident why would that be it sometimes can be just simply what they call biostructural stress meaning that the actual structure is under stress because your posture and your your spine is not balanced properly so have we made that really boring or is that starting to you know sound a little bit more interesting as to why aside from mum and dad saying sit up straight you have to sit tall but now you're starting to understand a little bit of the why behind uh the request to sit tall or think tall and and some of the important things that come around that and if you're looking at someone front on uh especially when you see people in photos they always have that head tilt right so your pelvis so the top of your hip bone should be level your shoulders should be level and your ears should be level as well uh, and what we tend to see is that some will have a dropped hip the shoulder will tilt the opposite way and then we'll have head tilt as well because our body is pretty clever so when things are going pretty wonky through our posture your brain has to keep your eyes level with the horizon so that's why everything is then tilting you've got that head tilt as well because you can't sort of walk around with everything tilting to one side you'll run around in circles uh, but you know these are things that you can check at home so have a look in the mirror uh it's hard to see if you've got head tilt on yourself because you're so used to looking at yourself that way so get someone else to check it for you um but the health uh, detrimental effects of when all of this goes awry is pretty important so let's talk about some of that stuff because i know that you're going to be really interested in how that is actually going to be affecting your health Um, yeah well slashing affects so much more than just the way you look it has serious negative effects on your health and some of those are long term yeah um really interestingly there was a study done in 2009 um from the internal medical um, annals journal that showed that it increased thoracic kyphosis and what that means is your mid-back curve um increases your mortality and that's independent of osteoporosis so if you're really rounded through your mid-back it increases your chances of death essentially that's what that means an increased risk of mortality because of everything that it does it restricts your lung function it increases pressure on the cardiothoracic region um, and absolutely changes biomechanically how your whole system works as well so if you think about some of those little old ladies that are hunched over that has have quite a large doubtless hump their life expectancy is less yeah, that's quite sad to think yeah. about that. But let's, uh, I guess, some of the reasons why, as a lady, I know for certain that there's 
every reason why women with larger breasts Mm -hmm. want to round forward and bring their shoulders forward because when we're at school uh, standing up tall and sticking your boobs out as the boys would tease uh, was not cool it wasn't okay most ladies didn't want the unwanted attention so they adopted postural behaviors to minimize the appearance of the, the chest so if that's you there's it's never too late to change that and it doesn't mean going and getting a breast reduction. It simply means kind of almost going back to a lot of our episodes we've talked about, about self-love, about that confidence to carry yourself, um, to have that confidence that it comes a time in life where people don't just look at your chest, they look at who you are. So the way you carry yourself is going to change not just your impression towards others, it's also going to improve the quality of your health because you project yourself properly and for me a lot of women will say well what is good posture then do I just bring if we bring my shoulders back it's like my boobs are sticking out the best way to overcome that is something that we sort of talk about a lot in our chiropractic rooms imagine yourself thinking tall sitting tall standing tall and to do that imagine right now that I've just planted a beautiful ribbon string right in the middle of your skull And from there, I'm literally just going to pick you up, almost like a puppet, just bringing you up on a string line and elongating your spine. That doesn't mean boobs out, chest forward. That means lengthen. And incredibly, when you look in the mirror, you realize you're not projecting the chest out as much as you think you are. Um, You're simply lengthening the posture and your shoulders balance out, hips balance out. And it's so different to that old saying of, you know, head straight, shoulders back, tuck your bum in. Either that That's rubbish. That doesn't work for women. No, and I love the point you've made there about uh, historically women have been taught to be very demure to... Minimising. Um, we yeah. minimise our presence. Absolutely. But isn't there, there is nothing more attractive and more incredibly beautiful than a woman standing there in her own space, holding that space, unapologetic for her femininity. And that, in, that means standing tall. There's an amazing guy in the US called Bo Eason, and he trains a lot of the actors um, about their presence, their presence on stage, their presence um, you know, in shows. And one thing that women always do is they'll sit down, they'll cross their legs, they put their hands over their, um, you know, the, either their chest or across their lap because they're hiding themselves. And they're going, don't look here, don't look here. Whereas if you want people to pay attention to you, and if you want someone to not be able to look away, you need to be able to stand tall in that space and maintain that posture. And, you know, it's a very welcoming, inviting sort of uh, space as well. And who gives a shit what anybody thinks? <laughs> oh, look, and I don't think you have to be tall to look tall. No. What I mean by that is, is that I have met incredibly powerful women who in stature, you know, on the metric scale are not actually tall, but their incredible, beautiful, confident posture makes them seem much taller than they are. And they carry themselves in such a a beautiful presence that you can't help but admire and listen and respect and regard them. So ladies, it's so much more than just, uh, just how you look. It's, it's the way the world, I guess, perceived you as well so and then that challenge is that for some of us that are a little bit more you know vertically challenged what do we normally do to overcome that right we have a little bit of enhancement and we kick ourselves up in our stilettos but if you're standing around the house i want you to do this with me so put yourself up onto your toes like you would be if you're standing in high heels and if you're in high heels just stand up and imagine what it's feeling right to you right now (laughs) um you can't do this if you're driving your car but what's the first thing that happens your pelvis rolls forward 
right? Because you can't maintain that um, without that anterior pelvic tilt or that forward pelvic roll. Try and engage your uh, pelvic floor and your lower abdominals when you do that now. How difficult is it? Oh, wow, that is challenging, yeah. isn't it? So as soon as you kick yourself up in high heels, you disengage your lower abdominal muscles and your pelvic floor so your brain can't talk to them, that has a huge impact on your pelvic floor function, which is a huge problem for so many women. But what I'm even more interested in, it changes how your uterus is positioned within that pelvic bowl. Yeah, your entire reproductive structure is yeah. changed because of the anterior pelvic tilt. Yeah. So let's talk more about that because that's so relevant to women. Uh, it's not just a postural thing. We're talking, we do so many episodes on fertility and, and function and, and pelvic function and ovarian function. So let's talk about why anterior pelvic tilt is a real concern for female health. About 75% of women have what we call an antiverted uterus, which means the uterus is tilted forwards over the bladder. Uh, and what that creates is that when you actually have your period for any of the cycling women out there, the blood pools in that front surface of the uterus, it can't expel properly like it should. And so the uterus goes into spasm, which is the cramping that you feel when you get your period. Isn't that amazing? So when all of us are standing up there in our high heels, our pelvis tilts forward which also means the uterus tilts forward within that pelvic bolt as well because the uterus is suspended within ligaments that attach from our sacrum or that, that triangle-shaped bone in our pelvis, from our sitting bones and our pubic bone as well. So the, the uterus is suspended within those ligaments. So as soon as you change biomechanically how your pelvis is situated and your sacrum, you're going to change the uterine position as well. You're going to change blood flow and lymphatic flow to that area too, which is pretty important. Um, and you're absolutely going to increase your risk of having really horrendous menstrual cramps. That's not fun. I mean, is it worth the high heels for that though? I'll have plenty of women argue that it is. So maybe we can talk about uh, certainly it's okay to wear high heels yeah. in, in short-term situations generally. But if you are going to work every day in stilettos, uh, in high heels, then there's a genuine risk that you're going to have reproductive concerns. Yeah, it changes your entire pelvic structure. So you've got to think about that. Is it worth it? And, you know, I'm sounding pretty hypocritical here because if you saw any of the photos on our Facebook or Instagram from the event that we were at uh, a week, two weekends ago, did you see how high my stilettos were? <laughs> but they were only temporary. Yeah, You had exactly. a second pair of shoes with you because I saw you switch back into flats. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even wear heels. So yeah. uh, I can totally understand. Ladies, there's a trick for you. If you do have to go places and you do need the appearance of... Um, the presence of high heels because they certainly are proven in, in the workplace to have presence uh certainly take some ballet flats with you just carry them so that when you as soon as you leave the environment where you're in meetings or you're in contact with other people switch your shoes over so that you can walk to a and b with the flats on and then put them on in a discreet place before you go into a meeting or whatever else it will be it's worth it it's absolutely worth it because yeah. it's going to help you maintain better postural control which will reduce your risks of all of these obviously pelvic dysfunctional issues also neck shoulder back tension pain lower back discomfort uh the list is really sick i guess it's so long so yeah. i won't rattle them all off because i think you feel what it is that i would be explaining um what else would be i guess concerning when it comes to posture bad posture good posture i mean there's so many other areas of the body that are affected by that we talked a bit about respiratory function and i think that flows into some of the recent studies and the research that is showing that the improved posture, and also this is from the element of looking at how chiropractic adjustments can actually improve the function of the spine, nervous system, and the flow and effect being posture, 
but how it contributes to greater muscular strength, yeah, improved awesome. muscle function, and less fatigue. So the influence on, I guess, for people who do sport, that's profound. It lowers your risks of injuries because you've got more strength, less fatigue. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we know that when you get injured, often it's when we're tired. You know, the last 10 minutes of a game, it's often the first 10 minutes too when we are not warmed up yet. So... For me, being sports background, I always look at biomechanical function and and what I call biostructural integrity. How well is the body working the way it's meant to be working? And this is what we work on every day as chiropractors and obviously why we love so much what we do. Um, And even just talking about that injury, if you think about when we're moving our body, there's a sequencing of events that has to happen. Um, You know, for example, like when you're playing sport as well, you need certain muscles to engage in a certain rate and there's a certain facilitation that has to happen to protect yourself, right? When our posture is terrible, it changes that responsiveness and it changes which sequencing of activation is happening and in reverse which is switching off at the same times as well so you know people often have that what we call uh, you know lower cross or upper cross syndrome where things are tight that shouldn't be tight things are weak that shouldn't be weak so the, the whole dynamics of what should be keeping you up right and should be protective of your body is diminished so you don't have those same sort of control mechanisms incredible well I would like to round this out with a final quick discussion on the effect of posture on mental health, depression, anxiety, tendencies, yeah. and how it affects the brain. Yep, and the we can tie the hormones in there too. Yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, uh, the brain controls everything else. And if you are sending bad signals into the brain, then you're not getting good signals out either. So it completely alters the way in which you perceive the world. And incredibly, you may not even realize the effect of bad posture on the signals to the brain can actually alter what they call the body map. Mm-hmm. Your brain's ability to know where your body is in time and space. So how you move, the coordination of those movements. Have you ever just, do you find yourself clumsy, tripping on things or, or bumping into doorways? Or when you walk through the house, you clip the side of the dining table every time you think, and yet you know that these objects haven't moved. They didn't jump out and, and, and hit you. You actually just walked into them and you clipped the edge of the doorway and you think, what? Like, what's going on there? What's going on right there is this dysfunctional brain signal. Yeah. And that's basically your brain is not completely understanding what the space around your body is. So it thinks it's always there. It thinks your body's here. And yet they really just go whack each other it is not clumsiness and so many women think that oh i'm just so clumsy clumsy. all the time but it's not it's that proprioceptive dysfunction or like you said your body's mapping of where it thinks it is that's kind of all wonky yeah so bad posture leads to bad body map which leads to more knocks falls bumps bruises trips injuries um such silly accidents happen because your body map is is not accurate so uh ladies if this is you and you're one of these people i really encourage you to to pop into a chiropractor or you know a physician who's going to look at your body in a way that can assess your spine and nervous system so you you stop banging into things because there's not enough arnica in the world to fix a bad body map (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely um and one last thing that i want to talk about before we give them some practical tips of some ways to to improve your posture, uh, there was an amazing study done at Harvard University that showed that people who adopted adopted a powerful posture, or you know, we'll talk about power posing in a minute. Uh, so you open your shoulders back, uh, shoulder blades down, you know, thinking tall spines. They did some salivary hormone testing with them. They had a twenty percent increase in testosterone when they did that. 
but more importantly, a 24% decrease in cortisol. So cortisol is part of that stress response that's released from our adrenal glands. Um, when your cortisol levels are too high, then this is going to cause a whole bunch of different problems. But this is just one very, very simple way to reduce your stress levels is to stand up nice and tall. Testosterone is important for women as well because that gives us our sense of vitality. It helps increase our libido. It balances some of our other hormones. Uh, it, it's absolutely important for women to have you know, a, a certain amount of testosterone as well. But then on the flip side in that study, they also showed that people who were slouching, again, with the salivary hormone tests, they had a 10% decrease in testosterone and a 15% decrease in cortisol. So Ooh. if you stand up nice and tall, uh, you're actually decreasing your stress levels, you're improving your body's vitality, whereas if you are slouching, you're increasing stress, so a 15% increase in cortisol just by sitting here slouching, and you're decreasing your testosterone and your vitality. Phenomenal. Amazing, right? Isn't Phenomenal. that incredible? Well, they would say that uh, you know there's something that has to drive the brain. Well, the thing that drives the brain is the body. So correct spinal movement, correct body movement is the, the the engine that drives the brain. You've got to have good movement to have your brain sharp and accurate, mm -hmm. good consciousness, good thought, good thinking processes, good frontal cortex function, which is the regulation. It's basically your your assessment of the world and uh, your executive functions, yeah. your you know your memory, your, your all your high learning and your stuff. impulse impulse as well. So yeah. if you don't have good frontal cortex function, your impulse behaviors are there. You being over it's almost like a teenage boy who, who can't regulate because they're still developing. It's very mammalian, like it's, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're feeling a bit uh, like you're not making good decisions, good choices, it could have something to do with your posture. But not, not, all, not all things. We can't blame all of those things on there. So uh, I would love, yeah, I'd love to start talking about now some of the solutions. What we do, what we guide you and recommend you do in order to improve your posture, improve your way your body's working and uh, get yourself back to feeling good. And of course, the first thing I'm going to say is the chiropractor because yeah. that's what we do. This is, this is the thing. We, we improve body function, which allows you to improve your posture and coordination and balance and so many other things. Um, and there's plenty of studies for that. And because while we're sitting here talking about, okay, sit up tall, bring your shoulder blades back and down, make sure you're, you know, your ear is in center with your shoulder. For some people, it is too difficult for them to maintain that posture right now because they've body has created these patterns has been overcompensating for certain dysfunctions for such a long time that they can't maintain those postures at all and that's why we get so many people coming in going oh my posture is so terrible i can't stand up till i can't do that it's like yeah because it's too hard because you've got a whole lot of spinal dysfunction that needs to be taken care of and these are often people that will say that um well bad posture actually feels good and good posture feels bad in the beginning because their brain is so rewired yeah, and the muscle is so unable to control the strength of the spine that it actually is difficult and hard to sit up tall because it seems tiring. And they say, well, hang on, if it feels tiring to sit up straight, then that must be bad for me. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely not. It just means your muscles are so weak and lazy that you need to retrain them. So how do we retrain the body? How do we get these connections working better and make it easier to make good posture feel great because bad posture it technically should feel bad. It should put pressure on your spine. It should feel uncomfortable. You should feel the discomforts because that's the brain signal to tell you to get back to the postural position that makes your body work better. Yeah. So there yeah. should be signals in your body to tell you that sitting straight feels good and sitting badly feels bad. 
is so not natural for us to be sitting down for 16 hours a day. That should cause us discomfort. Um, I This is like reverse evolution though, isn't absolutely, it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Talk oh. about that because I always smile and think we're actually devolving. We're, we're no longer evolving. We're, we're going backwards with our posture. Yeah. If you sit on the train today or you're going home on the bus or public transport or you're sitting in the office right now, look around at the people around you and have a look at how many people have got their head down, shoulders forward. Yeah. And it's probably horrifying. got their smartphone in front of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's dreadful. Um, if you haven't ever seen a chiropractor before, that's okay. Let us know where you are and we'll absolutely recommend someone great for you. Um, we would be so, so happy to do that because, uh, you know, obviously we're so passionate about this. We wouldn't be, we wouldn't have committed our life to it if, if that wasn't the case. Um, all right, let's talk about some other really practical solutions. Um, so let's talk about that power pose. So okay. what the study that we were talking about before, the Harvard study, so people were power posing. So they were standing tall. They're engaging their core and abdominal muscles, bring their shoulder blades back and down together. So opening up the chest and just thinking tall. And that's simple as that. Uh, so making sure your head is, you know, not too far forward in your body, bring your head back. Doesn't mean you have to give yourself double chins, but just standing up nice and tall and projecting from, you know, from your shoulder practice, from your chest and feeling that strength that comes with it. Uh, if you really want to do it, you can engage your glutes as well. So squeezing your butt muscles is going to help you to have that lift even more. So if you are lacking in energy, if you've got a really important job interview, um, if you've got some sort of meeting that you need to go into that you've forgotten your high heels that day, which you absolutely don't need, just use that power posing. Um, it's absolutely going to help in, in all of those sort of situations. What? I love that. I also, while you're thinking tall and getting things back in line, a lot of people don't know where that in line position should or yeah. could be. I use the wall for that. So simple. Yeah. Back yourself up against the wall, stand against the wall and just see how hard it is to get your head and shoulders back against the wall. If it's really, really difficult, then you're a long way away from what is considered normal. I also then take that a step further and you can just Google this because I can't exactly describe it on an audio program, but uh, it's called, they're called wall angels. Yeah. And I love them because they do everything that the modern world does the opposite of. So most of our tasks are forward and down. Shoulders are forward. We're typing. Even things like hanging washing, we're still forward. We might be going up, but that's, if you hang the washing twice a week, you're only lifting your arms overhead twice a week. Most people stay within the 90 degrees in front of them and below them. They just kind of stay in this zone and don't stress or challenge the muscles in their spinal or their chest. So the wall angels for that. Gets you up against the wall. Midline is created because the wall's there to remind you where everything needs to be. The arms go back against the wall, externally rotating the hands and the shoulders so it's opening out the pec and the chest, increasing lung volume because the diaphragm opens up, stretching out the abdominal cavity that's been tense and tight from all this slouching, and then you do some simple little exercises against the wall that opens everything up. It's incredible how many people can't get their wrists or their hands against the wall because they're so tight with this internal rolling of the shoulders. Yeah. Um, why don't we do a video of that and we'll stick it on our Facebook and Instagram so yeah. that you guys can actually get a better understanding of what we're talking about because it's very hard to get a visual of that. I, I absolutely get that. So we'll, we'll do a video. Um, so yeah, so for me, standing against the wall, wall angels, do 
door frame stretched again to help open up the pec and the chest and that's just simply as putting both hands inside the door frame and leaning through an open doorway so that you open out the chest and again same function as the wall angel elevating lung rib cage everything opens up what else have you got andy um there's a a guy named uh dr wayne todd he's also a chiropractor he's developed a system called the sd protocol um or it's all about sympathetic dominance or, or that stress response he has this great system where you just simply of you know your your girlfriends take a photo of them slouching or just at their normal posture and then ask them to do that you know sitting up nice and tall and imagine that you've got like a helium balloon coming up off your head that you've got to keep straight and so get them to sit up nice and tall take another photo of them like that show them the difference because you'll be astounded how different how different it is then every time you see them slouching say to them where's your balloon it's a nice one. This is a simple reminder. Yeah. Um, you know, get your girlfriends or your loved ones to, you know, get enrolled in this as well. So always thinking, where's your balloon? Brilliant. Um, I like it. I love the yoga cobra stretch. So uh, lying on your tummy with your uh, elbows underneath your shoulders, lifting up that that way, and just stretching up through the through the chest, through the mid back, um, and it gives your your tummy a good stretch as well. We'll put we'll put this all on the social media so you can actually see what we're doing. A big um, one as well in that because you there's a, a muscle that in there that's also being stretched, which I love to encourage people to stretch, particularly women who've got low back pain. Mm-hmm. It's called your psoas or your ilio psoas muscle and classically it's the hip flexor so when you're sitting down at a right angle that muscle's short and uh, will tighten up how many of us are sitting for long periods of time on our bottoms with our hips in a right angle i mean i just got a, a long haul flight from sydney so for me five hours sitting in one seat is very uncomfortable particularly when someone beside me doesn't want to get up so i feel awkward having to ask them to get up every hour which i'll do anyway but still you just notice you sit down a lot longer when you have to inconvenience someone else um the hip flexor is an opening stretch so for anything you can do there, it's basically hip opener stretches that you're doing in yoga. There's so many great ways of doing that. The psoas muscle is so important because it connects from the front of the pelvis, strings through and connects into the L1 through to the L4 nerve, uh, sorry, nerve transverse process of the spine. So that's the lumbar spine or your low back there. Yeah. And of course that has a huge impact on the pain and discomfort. If that's too tight, you'll get low back discomfort as well. So you might be able to solve low back aids simply by doing hip stretches yeah fantastic Mm. um so ladies we've given you a whole bunch of stuff there so first and foremost go and get checked by a chiropractor um we cannot stress the importance of that enough um if you want to know someone great in your area um shoot us an email at info at thewellnesswomen.com.au contact us on facebook uh facebook.com forward slash thewellnesswomen or on our instagram which is underscore thewellnesswomen if you haven't uh if you're not following us on instagram make sure you get on there because we're uh you know starting to have a bit more of a presence on there now which is great um get into doing some of your yoga we'll put these videos up online for you um thinking of your power posing and where's your balloon so thinking nice and tall and ditch the high heels for as long as you can uh you absolutely won't be sorry about that oh my pregnant mummies i forgot to mention you because i was just thinking this week i've been working with two gorgeous women and we were talking about we just talked about high heels creating anterior anterior Mm -hmm. pelvic tilt well pregnancy also creates anterior pelvic tilt and this is why also the things we do are so fantastic for pregnant women uh to alleviate distress and just in their spine and pelvis uh, because the same principle applies you can get that forward pelvis leading to the biomechanical stress through the rest of the spine so ladies, the center of gravity changes yeah, so much right? 
big time so if you yeah if you're pregnant and you you've got discomforts and aches certainly i would same rule applies get checked and uh, get some corrective exercise and activities you can do at home that's going to make your body feel so much better at any stage through your pregnancy Awesome, ladies. Well, we would love to hear your feedback. Let us know what your posture is like. Send us some photos. Uh, post them on the Facebook page if you want uh, want us to check that out. Um, but get your girlfriends to take photos of you on your phone. And remember, where is your balloon? Uh, we would love to hear from you um, and contact us on all the links we've just been to, talked about before. Um, and until then, be well. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.